Hello and welcome into another edition of the Daily Blues Podcast on 101ESPN.com. Dan Betlock with you on this Tuesday, December 3rd of 2019. Blues coming off an impressive 4-0 victory over the lifeless Chicago Blackhawks. Blues improving their record to 18-5-6, dropping the Hawks to 10-12-5. I was looking at it last night as we're wrapping up the pregame show. Hawks have given up 16 goals in the last three games. So, uh, trouble for Chicago and and jubilation for St. Louis, as this really is a great time for St. Louis Blues hockey, playing at an elite level in the NHL, coming off their Stanley Cup victory last year, obviously, and carrying that over into this season so far. Jake Allen was very impressive, made 38 saves last night. Braden Shen scored his team-leading 14th goal. Let's hear how it happened. Dumped it in for Chicago. The Blues get it back. Vincent's going to put it into the front. They shoot it. Score! Crawford gave it up in the middle, and Mackenzie McEachern will pump it in on the backhand. Vince Dunn's going to get an assist, and the Blues have scored first just two minutes and 34 seconds into period number one. What a terrific play here by Vince Dunn, who gets the red line, and instead of hard rimming it or a soft chip into the corner, he smokes it off the boards right behind Corey Crawford. And these scores in the United Center, I remember, they're very springy, not only on the yellow dasher, but even around the white boards. It smokes the Geico sign right behind Corey Crawford, comes smoking right back out into the high slot. And Mackenzie McEachern on his first shift of the game takes that deflection, a bobbling puck. Good hand-eye coordination right there. Connor Wayne Kane with a shot. Allen made the save. The puck to the near side for Debrinkin is playing away. And on a breakaway, it's Bozak. Short-handed in the clear, and he shoots it high. Missed the net. And the puck into the corner. Gustafson is there. Well, that's his spot. Tyler Bozak, when he takes those shootouts, he always goes high glove. Petrangelo, his shot to the goal, blocked down. And here's O'Reilly back to get it. Now to Perron. Up to Petrangelo. Looking to shoot it. He does. He scores! Schwartz was in front. Might have had a piece of it, but it's a power play goal. Here's Petrangelo shot it to the net. And the Blues have a 2-0 lead. Just 14 seconds into the power play. Yeah, it looked like Jaden Schwartz is certainly going to get a piece of this. Another shot from the outside from Petrangelo. Terrific setup right after the faceoff win here for the Blues. Something Mark Crawford wants to continue to see improve here for this power play. As good as it's been, it's still getting chances right off a of faceoff. The Blues do just that. Ryan O'Reilly wins this puck back. It gets in the hands of Petrangelo before the Chicago Blackhawks can really get any kind of setup. Throws it at the net. It's a simple shot, but when you have a good screen like James Schwartz was there, a good piece right over the blocker. Schwartz coming off the near side with it. Plays that to Dunn. Sidesteps one. Cuts it to the middle. He shot it underneath Crawford. It hit the post and stayed out. What a shot that Crawford wasn't expecting. Blocked away by Bozak. And Thomas has it for the Blues. Turns right back into Vadim. That allows Murphy to hold it in. They keep it in the fire circle and shoot it on. Stand-up save by Allen. Blues get to the puck. They'll clear it out and a good clear on Jake Allen. Here's Kane. Comes off the wall. They give him the forehand. And Allen was square to the shot. A screen from Saad. And Allen made the save. Blues transition to center. Released by Brower in behind the net. But Chicago gets it back. Wraparound grab near side. To the blue line, shot to the goal, and another save by Allen. That'll be his 11th save of the second period. With 2.36 to go, the Blues still holding to the two-goal lead they came to the period with. Now to Saad at center. He walks into the Blues zone, fires the shot on, and another save by Allen. His 23rd of the hockey game. Jake Allen came into tonight, 11 wins behind Mike Leute for the all-time win total as the St. Louis Blue. 
Blues get to the puck in their own end. Petrangelo going over the line. Far side to Schwartz in the slot. Comes to Shen and he scores! You asked for it, Joe, you got it. Braden Shen, a slapper from the near dot inside the far post. 3-0 Blues, 11.04 to go in the third period of play. Well, this is what the Blues needed, big time. You gotta bury teams, especially teams that are in the bottom of your division like the Chicago Blackhawks, and they do just that, and it's this top line. And who else has set it up besides Nathan Walker? His first full game with this top unit, he makes this play happen. As you're gonna see Colton Braco throw it to the net, it's gonna end up on the stick of Nathan Walker, and he's got eyes behind his head. He lines up for the shot, he feels Braden Shen right behind him, behind the back pass, sets Braden Shen up perfectly for a one-timer who does not miss as he goes high blocker for the second time again on Corey Crawford here tonight. Braco gliding cross ice to block it in behind the net. Doc trying to wrap it around and on, did Allen to save, another chance on, Allen that save. Chance side far wing and a shot came through. Hit Pareko, didn't go to the goal line. Mana will pinch in. So they tried to force it in front. It's blocked away to the corner. 218 to go. Knocked it into the corner and it's coming loose to Zach Smith. 510 to go. This one's out of the zone. And Bo Meester goes back to make the play. Camp got it back. Walks it in front. Terrific defense. The Blues recover with Bo Meester and Falk and no shot away. Slid all the way through past Perron. Nylander turns to the right and then blows a tire. He went down hard. Puck coming inside, around Dunn, shooting it, and another save by Allen. The puck stays in play. Doc in along the far side, the 18-year-old. Like popcorn curves, pop, pop, pop. He's snapping him off his pads and just popping right up. 154 to go, we're in the third. Three-nothing Blues. Hawks turn it over. Wire a shot, they score! Tyler Bozak intercepted a clearing pass at the blue line. Took a stride, slap shot the puck to the back of the net, and it's 4-0 Blues, 149 to go in the third. Well, Christmas came early for Tyler Bozak as you're going to see Connor Murphy, the defenseman for the Blackhawks, in the near side corner in the defensive zone, just throw it right up the middle of the ice. I'm not really sure who he saw or what he was looking at, but Tyler Bozak, right spot, right time, collects it right between the hash marks. He just winds up for a slap shot, and... It's gotten bad in Chicago. I've never seen this many empty seats before the third period buzzer rings. With 37 saves, Hawks bring it in, shoot it on, and a rebound knocked away. Allen trying to tie Yarrow Hawak for second most shutouts in Blues history with 20. Four seconds to go. He's going to do it. The time winds down. You can bring out the Zamboni. Jake Allen, 38 saves, shuts out the St. Louis Blues. And the Blues skate to or shuts out the Chicago Blackhawks and the St. Louis Blues skate to a 4-0 victory. I paused because they stopped the clock with .9 seconds to go and it looked like the game might not have been over. I think they may have stopped with .2. Something happened in the corner. But I think the refs just said, that's it. Good win for the Blues. Every win is good. But this one a solid 4-0 victory. Second shutout of the year for the Blues. And the first career shutout for Jake Allen against the Chicago Blackhawks in what was his 20th game against this Chicago squad. The Blues improved to 18-5 and 6 overall. 42 points keeps them on top of the Central Division. And because some of the other teams were idle, the Blues have now played three more games in Colorado, but have moved to an eight-point lead over them and a nine-point lead over Winnipeg and Dallas. So, Joe, from a standings perspective, first, they just keep 
piling up the points and putting the pressure on the teams below them. It's scary. I mean, if you're the Dallas Stars, if you're the Winnipeg Jets, uh, if you're the Nashville Predators even, I mean, I know they're a little bit ways down there, but you're looking at uh, what you're what they're doing and how they've improved their season. The Winnipeg Jets and Dallas Stars uh, specifically, uh, the months of November they've had were terrific months. Even the San Jose Sharks, when you look at it from a conference standpoint, terrific months for these teams and then they look ahead and they still see the blues ahead of them like when is it going to give when is what they're going to do and the work they're putting in and the results they're putting in going to equal something where they're going to finally catch or get within distance of the st louis blues the dallas stars have been the only team that have come pretty close i think they got within three points at one point but then the blues go down to dallas and take care of business and that head-to-head and again's that gap so uh, you know the blues for me curves right now uh, Robert Bortuzzo said it best. You know, they're not stepping outside of their game. They're not getting outside or becoming bigger than themselves. This is a team that is hitting on all cylinders right now. They're getting terrific goaltending, not from one, but from two goaltenders. Uh, best defensive core in the National Hockey League, and I don't say that biasly. I don't say that because I'm a Blues fan. I am looking at all the games they're playing. I am watching the other D cores of these other opponents, and it's not even close. I mean, these D they're healthy, they're big, they're strong, they have good gaps, they're communicating, they're on the same page. Defensively, it's there. Goaltending's there. Forward-wise, it's continuing to improve 5-on-5. Five five. They're getting good depth scoring from a lot of different players, the good chemistry that Craig Brewery's uh, discovering. And, and another power play goal here tonight. Not a lot of opportunities, but you get out in the power play, and James Schwartz opens up the scoring with a power play goal. I mean, really, there's not much more you can say about every different asset and uh part of this game and how this team is being put together and how they're playing it's just it's an all cylinders all in well-oiled machine right now how about this stat line tonight for tyler bozak he plays 15 minutes and 48 seconds of of the 47 seconds of that uh well i'm, I'm sorry for tyler bozak one minute and 29 seconds of that was shorthanded mm -hmm. all right three shots on goal two hits two takeaways a block shot and went 5-0 and on the faceoff dot. I already got him the boots guy. Nice. Before you even said that. All right, let me give you another stat line tonight. Ivan Barbashev, same line, five shots on goal. So there's eight of the 30 shots on goal that came from those two guys. Mm -hmm. Right? He, Ivan also had three other attempts at the net, finished the game 60% on the faceoff dot. Yeah, amazing. You know, I mean, the Blues are getting that kind of uh, production just, uh, just across the boards. And it was Nathan Walker that led the way tonight with four hits, tied with Zach Sanford with four hits. Yeah. So, I mean, th those are things that you just, you know, th that make it a team game that's hard for the other team to play against. It's just, it is. And, and I'll go back to the comments on that Jim Montgomery said a couple games ago, Curbs in Dallas after the game, and they asked, you know, someone asked, why why couldn't you get to your game? And I'll never forget Jim's comments. I hope it sticks with me the rest of the season. He goes, well, we didn't get to our game because we didn't have the puck. We, we, we couldn't get the puck. And he was, like, actually frustrated by the fact that the Dallas Stars could not get the puck. And this is what this team does. They suffocate the will out of their opponents by hanging on to the puck. Now, it's not easy. It's not just getting to the offensive zone and holding on to it. It's coming up as a group. It's defending hard. It's it's tracking back to the neutral zone so you can get the puck back. And then when you do, you get the puck to the neutral zone and you have center speed. And then you chip it in and then you have the far side winger coming through with speed. Everyone's just on the same page and everyone is, is contributing to this puck possession game. Uh, even go back to the Pittsburgh game here. John Marino leaves the front of the net. And what's happening is with these teams is they're getting so frustrated by not having the puck. And I've been in these situations before. I've been in these situations before playing the St. Louis Blues in the days with uh, Jackman and Backus. And they play kind of a similar style where they would just suffocate you and frustrate the heck out of you. What happens then, 
around the second period, you get so tired of not having the puck, you start cheating. You start cheating for offense, and that's what we're starting to see out of teams. By the second period, they're kind of throwing the towel like, enough of this. I'm going to start cheating. I'm going to start doing what I want. Everyone kind of gets on their own page, and that's that boring style that the Blues just have a way to just out, out hustle and outdo their teammates where, you know, they, they just get fed up with it and they, they, they get away from their team systems. And that's when the Blues really uh, pounce on their opponent. And it was evident again here tonight, a game that the Blues knew they needed to win. Chicago Blackhawks are struggling for a lot of different reasons. Bottom of the Central Division. These are the games in stretches last year curves too. remember this. The Blues would go on the road and beat some really good teams. Then they would come home against a bad team and then lose. It was kind of that seesaw effect. Well, the Blues have changed something this year. They're beating good teams at home. They're beating good teams on the road. And they're taking care of business against a team that they need to win and should win. And the Blackhawks here tonight, and it was no different. What was that road stat you gave? So Julie McQueen from Fox Midwest yep. told me that out of the last 33 days, 27 of them have either been a home game or a situation where the Blues were on the road. A game on the road. A day off on the road, a practice day on the road, a travel day on the road. Does that make sense? Yep. So it's just on the road, either on the road or a home game. 27 out of the last 33. So Counting today. Counting today. Okay. So six, six out of the last 33 days, the Blues were at home and not playing a game. So that's going to basically become 29 of 35 by the time the stretch is done. Yes, exactly that's, right. That's an amazing And they have a break right coming up because after that, yep. after the Pittsburgh game on Wednesday, they have one game in the next four nights. Toronto Maple Leafs on Saturday, two yep. days off before that and two days off after, although one's a travel day to Buffalo. But there is some rest coming, but it has been a grind for this team. All right, what do you have with the Bud Light three stars and our Joe Vitale work boots? Number three, Brayton Shen. Number two, Jaden Schwartz. He had two points. And number one, without question, 38 save shutout, Jake Allen. We already talked about Tyler Bozak. You ran off those numbers. Those were pretty incredible. I love the fact that he got rewarded. So, Tyler Bozak, you are my work boots tonight in Chicago. And there you have it. The Blues over the Blackhawks by a score of 4 to nothing. They stay atop the Central Division and head to Pittsburgh to take on the Pittsburgh Penguins on Wednesday night. Big thanks to Joey and Curbs of their recap last night. What an impressive victory it was. Jaden Schwartz, Tyler Bozak, McKenzie, McEachern also scoring for the Blues. We're now 13-3-3 without Vladimir Tarasenko. Goaltending has been a huge part of this. Jake Allen and Jordan Biddington have been playing fantastic, keeping this team in games, especially when the offense hasn't been there. And that's going to be the case. You're going to have ebbs and flows of the season where goals will be going in left and right, and then sometimes they'll be a little tougher to come by. But the one constant really has to be your goaltending, and that is the case right now for the St. Louis Blues. So look for this stretch to continue. That's been a theme of this podcast here. Uh, the goaltending is going to carry this team this year. I firmly believe that. And they will get those timely goals. They will be competitive in every game. Because there's going to be times where, yeah, the depth looks great right now, but the, there's, the, they'll have off nights. It just happens. And that's where the goaltending is going to come in, keep this team in games, close games. They're very good at playing close games. Really seems to bring out the best in the Blues. We all know about the two-goal leads that they tend to give up. So close games seems to be the M.O. for the Blues. Either way, uh, it's impressive time right now for St. Louis Blues hockey, and it's quite fun to watch this success. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Short podcast for today on this Tuesday, December 3rd of 2019. We're on the air tomorrow at 6 o'clock with Blues-Penguins at the rematch of Saturday's game with the Mitsubishi Electric pregame show presented by First Community at 6. The puck drop a little after 7, and we'll have the game on 101 ESPN. Remember, folks, go see a ball game often. Follow your local teams. It really is fun for the entire family. Dan Betlock signing off.